Good morning. Good to have you all here today. My name is Phyllis Powell, if you don't know me. So I am privileged to share once in a while. Thank you, Pastor Vaughn. And uh, so before we get into God's word today, let's just bow our heads in a word of prayer today. Our gracious Heavenly Father, we just thank you how great and how mighty you are. We just thank you for times and seasons that you bring to our life and the great and mighty things that you do each and every day in our lives. And I just ask that you would just use the words that you've shared with me to share to these people today that they would touch their hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. So I always pray about what, when Pastor Vaughn says I can share, I always pray and ask God to just direct my thoughts and my heart to what I'm supposed to share. And so he brought the word thankful, woke me up in the middle of the night, said, speak on thankful. Excuse me, I'll get my glasses on so I can read better. So anyway, so I was praying about that, and he just kept bringing things to my mind, and I thought, well, it's going to be really neat because um, I was supposed to be speaking in November, and so Thanksgiving is right around the corner. So I thought, okay, thank you, Lord, because there's a little bit difference between we celebrate Thanksgiving because of the United States and why we do celebrate, but there's a difference in just being thankful each and every day in the walk of our lives. So when I was thinking about Thanksgiving Day, it's just this next week, and most of us have great turkey, and we have ham, we have dressing, we have potatoes and gravy, and green bean casserole, corn, and usually some kind of pumpkin dessert. You know, and I was thinking about that, and I thought, okay, when you share that, you kind of think, oh, I'm getting hungry, and you think about all week long on TV, they're showing people making these beautiful turkeys and all this. So you think about, I'm getting kind of hungry. Well, my husband was always a jokester. So I was going to share a couple jokes. And it says, who is not hungry at Thanksgiving? And it says, the turkey, because he's already stuffed. So I was thinking about that, OK? And then another one, he always used to share a lot of funny ones, but it says, my family told me to stop telling Thanksgiving jokes, but I told them I couldn't stop cold turkey. So anyway, that's in, rem in remembrance of my husband because he always shared a lot of jokes. Anyway, but so and a lot of times I know my husband's side of the family, they started a, tradi a tradition around the table before we ate to just say one thing we were thankful for. So everybody around the table would share one thing that they were thankful for that year. And then I read several times on Facebook, how many look at Facebook? Some of you might not, but I said a lot of people read Facebook. And it always talks about, do you thank God that you woke up this morning? And I thought, yeah, I thank God that I woke up this morning. But then God said, well, what if you didn't wake up this morning? Would you still be thankful? And I thought, yes. I would be even probably more thankful because I'd be in the arms of Jesus. I'd be in heaven. So sometimes we think about one thing of being thankful when on the other side it could be another way that we need to be thankful. So, and in October we just finished, Pastor Vaughn was sharing about Paul. And Paul went through a lot of bad situations and hard times, but he had joy in the situations. And he was thankful in the situations. And in uh, Colossians 1, 3, and 4, it says, We give thanks to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you, since we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus. 
and your love for all the saints. And he was thankful for all the people that he served. He was thankful for all the people that served um, with him in his ministry. And I thought about Pastor Vaughn has shared so many times, in our body of Christ here, there's so many people, you look out over the congregation, there's so many people that you serve here and somebody serves there, you know, and we're, we're not a body of just, like they say, an average church, it's like 10% people serve. Our church is not like that. Our church has a lot of servants that really serve, and we are thankful for that. We're very thankful for each and every one of you, given your talents and your abilities and things that you have that you give to the Lord. And then in Colossians 3, 14 through 17, it says, Above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which you are called in one body. And be thankful, it says. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatever you do in word or deed, do in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So whatever we do, it says, we're to give thanks. To give thanks to God the Father through all the things he's done. So we need to be thankful. And in 1 Thessalonians 1 and 2, it says, We give thanks to God always for you, making mention of you in our prayers. You know, and I was thinking about that. I had a grandmother that when you'd open the center of her Bible, she, would, she had a paper in there, and it was so worn and ragged. But it had all of her kids' and her grandkids' names on it. You know, and I used to go over there when I was little, when, even when I was older, because she lived to be almost 100. So anyway, but... It was neat to know that my grandmother prayed and gave thanks for her kids and her grandkids. And I thought so many of them, you know, grew up to serve Jesus Christ. And I thought that was so awesome. But she was a prayer warrior, and she gave thanks for us. And in 1 Thessalonians 5.18, it says, And everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. And sometimes we go through some valleys, but there's still a time to be thankful. And sometimes we go through some joyous, wonderful times. Christmas is coming, and so we're thankful for everything. But then sometimes we do go through some valleys, and we still need to have that joy of the Lord because it's our strength, and we need to have that thanksgiving. So, and I was thinking about how, how about you? Wherever you serve and wherever you work, wherever you help out, if you're taking care of your family, do you stop and give thanks every day for your family, for your job? for the things which God's called you to do and the work that you're doing. You know, just need to look around and see how thankful that we should really be each and every day. Because God is so good, and he gives us so many blessings. And in America, we are really, truly blessed. And we don't stop and think sometimes how thankful we should be as Americans. So, And we were sharing a couple times back at our home group uh, with Terry and with our home groups, and at the end we were talking about um, count your many blessings, an old song, and see what God has done. And sometimes we don't stop and count our many blessings and being thankful for what God has done in our lives. We just go on and on and think, well, he's going to keep blessing us. But we need to stop and thank him for what he's given unto us. And last week I received a letter in the mail, and I called my daughter and I thought, I don't know, this is a letter from the North Platte City, and I thought, 
I don't know, what did I do wrong? Or, you know, I thought, okay, did something go wrong with my water? Because last year my water came on outside and I didn't know it. And so they wanted to charge me a lot of money for my water running, which I didn't even know it was running outside. But anyway, I got a letter from, from the city and I thought, okay, I better open it and find out what it's all about. And I opened it up and they sent me back... Um, the money that I'd paid for the ambulance because it goes through the city the fire department. And they sent me back the money that I'd paid for the ambulance, which they told me I owed. And I thought, well, this is strange. And they said, my insurance decided to pay the second time for the ambulance. And I thought, well, thank you, Lord, because I could use that to pay on the hospital bill. But it was some money I wasn't expecting, but God brought back. It was a blessing, you know, that came through the city of North Platte. And I thought, well, thank you, Lord because he was supplying my need. And in Psalm 104, and I was thinking about today as we were worshiping God. Worship was awesome today. But it says, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. So we've come here this morning. We've come here to meet with Jesus. That's what worship is all about. When we come and worship at his throne, we come here to meet with him. And we come to worship and to give him praise. First of all, we need to be thankful to God. And I just think so many times, I was thinking about Paul. You know, he served the Lord and he served all around them. And, and he was so thankful for all of those. So what are you thankful for this morning? You know, can you kind of stop and think about uh, the different things that you are thankful for this morning? You know, and we need to be thankful the little things and the big things. So when I thought about this, about being thankful, I thought, well, write down one thing you're thankful for this morning. And so I was thinking about, well, God and Jesus, salvation. And I was thinking about my family. So many different things. I thank the Lord when I get out in the car in the cold weather, my car starts, you know. So many different things. I thought, well, you could sit down and write a book on being thankful and write, and write, and write, and write different things. And one time I found a booklet, and it was all, I mean, it was about this thick, of things we could be thankful for, and I thought, it's amazing. You know, we don't even stop to realize how thankful we should be. But you know, when we take communion each and every month, Jesus himself gave thanks, it says in there, before he took the, the bread. He said he, gave, he took the bread, and he gave thanks and broke it. And Jesus even gave thanks. So if Jesus did that, he's our example. We need to give thanks to. And then I was reading in John 14, I mean 17, excuse me. And Jesus prayed for himself when he was in the garden. He prayed for himself. He prayed for his disciples. And then he prayed for us. And it says in here, on verse 9, it says, I pray for them. I do not pray for the world, but for those whom you have given me, and for, for they are yours. When you belong to Jesus and God the Father, he prayed for you and he's ever interceding in heaven on our behalf. You know, he just didn't leave us here. He sent the Holy Spirit to be our comforter and our guide and to be with us. So how thankful we should be for all that Jesus has done for us. I thought, look around in our congregation today. Before you leave today, find two or three people and tell them how thankful you are for them. You know, I, I look at you and, and just your smile your handshake, your love, different things that I see in you guys and how you minister, how you sing, how you praise the Lord. 
how you lift up your hands in worship. There's so many things that we need to stop and be thankful for. So before you leave today, stop and tell somebody how thankful you are for them. And God tells us in his word to exalt, to exhort one another and lift them up. So by sharing how thankful we are for them, we're doing what God asks us to do. We're lifting them up. We're exhorting them because we're thankful for that person. And then I was thinking about we need to let our hearts overflow with thanksgiving, not just at Thanksgiving Day, but each and every day. Sometimes we're thankful for the big things, like I said, but sometimes just the little things in life. And I was thinking the other day, I went to the dollar store, and I went to pick up two things for my great-grandkids. Uh, they like they used to like moon pies, and now they like some other things. But So I go and buy a couple of those packages and have them home for when they stop by. So I took in $5, and then I thought, well, I walked around a little bit. You know how you do in a store. I found several other things. So when I got up the cash register, I thought, you know, a couple of them were on sale, so I didn't know how much it was really going to be. Well, it came up, and I took in a $5 bill, and it uh, was going to be a little over six dollars and something so I thought okay I, I thought well I'll run I told the lady I'm going to run right out my cars right out in front I'll run out and get me another dollar and I'll come in and pay the rest of my bill so I went out in the car hurried up and didn't take me but a couple minutes and I got right back in there but there was a gentleman standing behind me and he only had one thing and I felt bad because she couldn't cash me out until I paid it well I came back in and she said you don't need to worry about it because he paid the rest of your bill and I said, I told him, I said, you didn't need to do that. Here's the money. He wouldn't take it. He said, no. He said, so anyway, so I took my stuff and I walked out and I thought, you know, it, it wasn't a lot, but it was a lot. Because he gave some of his money to help pay for me. And I thought so many times, you know, there's times when we go to the store and I've been sometimes when I followed somebody through Walmart and they didn't have quite enough money to pay for something. You know, and they'd say, well, I'll put this back, and it was something they really needed, you know. And then you step up the plate and you pay for that. And I said, I've heard of people driving through a drive-thru to get something to eat. And when they got there, the person in front of them had paid their bill. You know, little things like that we need to be thankful for, you know. And I said, this, this week was the week that I was thinking about all this. And then I went to the bank a couple days later after this guy had paid for that. I went to order some checks because my checks were running out. And when I went to uh, pay for my checks, I said, now how much is it? She said, well, we started a deal that once a year, you don't have to pay for them. We'll just give you some free. And I said, well, they've never done that before. And I thought, well, thank you, Lord, you know, because I thought, here, I got some free checks, you know. And I thought, okay, thank you, Lord. So that was you know, $23 and something. But I thought, you know, to them it might not have been anything, but to me $23 was some $23, you know. And I thought, thank you, Lord, that you're always watching out for us. And sometimes we just don't stop and we don't, don't think about it. Well, that was a couple weeks ago. And I said this last week, uh, this was kind of funny. You can laugh if you want to. But I have an old little vacuum that was my mother-in-law's. And I pull it out, it's got a hose on it, and I used to vacuum all my furniture. And it's, I can't remember the name of it. But you can still buy a hose for it, but my hose broke. So it's, 
not any good. And I thought, maybe I should throw this away. And then I, it's sentimental value, but it works good. But the hose is not working, so you can't vacuum. So I thought, okay, I looked online, and you can still buy hoses, but the hose was $280 for this vacuum. An old vacuum that's probably 30 years old or more. And I thought, okay, Lord, that means I probably should just throw this away. But I didn't. I just kept it in the utility room for a little while. Well, I was driving home last week, and I drove a different... I went down past Yvonne's and went on 19th, which I usually cut across and go this way. I went this way. And the next block on down, and I don't usually ever do this, but next block on down, it was just before trash day, and this guy had... This family had their trash bin clear full and running over. Things were piled out of it. it. Had a beautiful hanging lamp that even had a price tag on it, and it was hanging there. And then I looked, and there was a hose that looked just like my hose. No lie. And I thought, oh my, that looks like the same hose that goes that would go with my vacuum. And so I went home, and I drove home, and it was just a block away. And I thought, okay, Lord, are you telling me? There's a hose out there that would fit mine. I got to go back. So I got in my car, drove around the block, and I looked and I thought, there's nobody watching me. I'm not going dumpster diving. But, <laughs> but it was right on top, right on top. I pulled it out. You know, I pulled it out. I went home. It fits my vacuum and then vacuum beautifully. But I thought, thank you, Lord, $280. And this, their vacuum probably broke, so they just threw the hose away. But I thought, you know, God cares about the little things because the next day the trash would have been picked up, and I don't usually drive that way. You know, so I thought, and here it was hanging out of the side of that. So if they would have had it pushed down further, I wouldn't even have seen it. But I thought, you know, God cares even about the little things. And it's funny because I thought, well, I guess it doesn't matter if somebody saw me because, you know, it... It was just, I could just tell it was the same one. So anyway, but I thought, you know, the, it says in there, we need to give thanks to God. So I gave him thanks for my, my, my new hose to go in my vacuum. But anyway, and I was thinking about an old song that we used to sing to, Give Thanks with a Grateful Heart. And I did. Give thanks to the Holy One because he'd given Jesus Christ his son. How great. He gave Jesus Christ his son. So I'm thankful for Jesus, most of all, that he saved me. So, and I thought, how many of you are a thankful person? Sometimes we're not. But if we're not, why aren't we thankful, you know? And I believe in the world today, there's a lot of people that are not thankful. And I was reading in God's word when I was preparing this in Romans 1. And it talks about this and it says, in verse 18, starts, it says, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth and unrighteousness, because what may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has shown it to them. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful, and became fruitful in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing to be wise, they became fools, 
and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man, and birds and four-footed animals and creeping things. Therefore God also gave them up to uncleanness and the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their bodies among themselves, who exchanged the truth of God for a lie, and worship and serve the Creator rather than the Creator, the creature, excuse me, rather than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this reason, God gave them up to vile, vile passions. For even the women, women exchanged the natural use for what is against nature. Likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in the lusts for one another. When with men committing what is shameful and receiving in themselves the penalty of their error, which was due. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, and God gave them over to debased mind, to do those things which are not fitting, being filled with all unrighteousness, sexual immorality, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, evil-mindedness, they are whispers, backbiters, haters of God, violent, proud, boasters, inventors of evil, undiscerning, untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, unmerciful, who, knowing the righteous judgment of God, and those who practice such things are deserving of death, not only do the same, but also approve of those that practice them. And I was thinking, this is the way our world is today. You can turn on any news program, you can turn on Sometimes you, if you've got cable or whatever kind of, you can flip a channel on. And even sometimes, even one of the, sometimes it bothers me that even some of the advertising anymore, they have gay people in there. They have people, you know, just a little bit of glimpse of this and a little bit of glimpse of that. It's just taking away from, well, it's okay, it's okay. But it's not okay. God says there's a standard. There's a reason why he put things the way it was in our world. But it goes back, I thought it was really neat, it goes back because all they, they, they knew God, they knew the right way, that they did not glorify him, nor were they thankful, you know. They weren't thankful that God is the creator, God is God, you know. I dealt with somebody that I dearly love and was sharing, but she was talking about, there's Mohammed and there's, Buddha and there's all these guys and they all taught love and Jesus they were all a great teacher and I said Jesus doesn't need to be in line with all them I said Jesus is the son of God he's the only one that came and died for us he's the only one that rose again he's not like Buddha he's not like all these people and she said what all it's just doesn't matter it's all they need to love and I thought no they don't all just need to love they need to know the very son of God who redeemed them upon the cross you know, and our world needs to wake up. Our world needs to see that there is a God that loves them and be thankful for what he did upon the cross. So we need to give him thanks. Thinking about an old chorus we used to sing was so simple. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. Thank you, Lord, for making me whole. Thank you, Lord, for giving to me thy great salvation so full and free. You know, sometimes we don't stop and thank him for the salvation that he's given unto us. So there's kind of, I was thinking about three reasons why we need to be thankful. And there's so many, but I ended up with three. And it says, three reasons to give thanks. And God gave you life. You weren't aborted. 
You know, there's so many children, the thousands and thousands that have been aborted today. But God gave you life, and you were born, and you grew up. Some of you are still growing. You're not, you're still teenagers. You're still young kids. But God gave you life, and your mother chose to continue to give you life. So when you ask Jesus into your heart, he gives you eternal life. And if there's any of you today that do not know Jesus as your Savior, he loves you so much. And he wants to give you eternal life. And you're alive right now because God says that he, to me, he knows the end, he knows the beginning and the end of our lives. But you're alive right now today, you know, and almost we're in another year coming around in, in January. But you're alive right now to give him thanks. You're alive right now to do what he's called you to do. You know, so you can probably think of so many things to be thankful for, and not just the turkey and the dressing and all that, but the th little things in your life, the house you have, the heat you have in your house, so many different things you have to be thankful for. And I was thinking about another song, I'm so grateful for the cross. You know, I am. I'm so grateful for the cross. I thank God for saving my soul. And I was thinking about some quotes uh, from being thankful. It says, I am blessed with everything I need, and I'm working hard toward everything I want. But most of all, I appreciate and thank God for what I have. And then another one is, feeling thankful and not expressing it is like wrapping a present and not giving it. And I thought about that. You know, we can be thankful, but unless we share to him and share to others how thankful we are. It's just like wrapping a present and setting it down and never giving it to the person. And then also in life, there's always something to be thankful for. We just need to open our eyes and look around. I'm thankful the night that turned into morning, friends that turned into family, and dreams that turned into reality. You know, so I am. Sometimes there's, the night goes a long time, but it's so thankful when the morning light and you wake up and you've got another day to serve him. One of the greatest gifts you can give someone is thanking them for being a part of your life. I thank each and every one of you that I know personally that you have touched my life. You've been a part of my life. And I thank you for that. I love you for that. Remember when you prayed for things that you have now? You need to be thankful. Sometimes we pray for things. I was thinking when we were out in Bible school, we made a list of things that we needed in the next few months. And my husband kept a little paper in his billfold. And within about three months, all those things were provided. I mean, we needed a dresser. We needed this and that because we rented this little apartment. But all the things that we had need of, you know, and he'd pull it out every once in a while. And we'd look and check it off. And within about three months, a typewriter. I mean, there was so many different little things that we needed. But God took care of it, you know, and he provided it. And how thankful we were. The thankful receiver bears a fruitful harvest. And that was William Blake. So if you want to be thankful, you're going to reap a harvest. I pray to start my day and finish it with prayer. I'm thankful for everything, all the blessings in my life, trying to stay that way. I think the best way to start your day and finish your day, it keeps things in perspective. And that was Tim Tebow. There's no happier person than a truly thankful content person and that's Joyce Meyer quote I have one of my own and I'm thankful that I am the clay and he is the potter and he's making me to be what he wants me to be I thank him for that 
And then I was reading another one. It's, it is not ha it's not happy people who are thankful. It's thankful people who are happy. And then one, I woke up to running water, clothes to wear, food to eat. Life is good, and I'm thankful. And I was just reading a devotion this week by David Jeremiah. And this is the capacity to look forward is one of God's greatest gifts. We look backward with thanksgiving at what God has done for us, but we look forward with anticipation, whatever our circumstances, because the Christian's best experience are always ahead. And that's true, no matter what's in the past, God has something greater for you in the future. So we need to realize that. And I just, I just, that was a little book somebody just gave me this week, and I was reading it, and I thought, thank you, Lord, because he's working all things for our good. And we just need to be thankful for that. And the Bible says in his kingdom, it can't be shaken. If we belong in his kingdom, it cannot be shaken. It's one thing we need to be thankful for when we look around the world today. The whole things, so many things are being shaken. But God, he's never shaken. He knows what's going on. So, and um, I got a little bookmark for all of you. You can put in your Bible or a book you're reading. And every time you see that, and every time you think about that, stop and say, thank you, Lord. You know, and thank, thank somebody today for how, what they mean in your life. You know, sometimes we just, we get so busy with life. We just need to be thankful and show our gratitude for one another. Shall we just have a word of prayer? Our gracious Heavenly Father, dear God, I just thank you today that we can come to you and that we can be thankful, dear Heavenly Father. I thank you for your word of God. Dear God, and I ask that you just open the blinded eyes of those that are following the wrong way, dear Heavenly Father, that they would come to know you as their personal Savior. We just thank you for your word. We ask that you would bless each one at Thanksgiving time. Dear God, as, as a body of Christ, that we would reach out to people that do not know you at this Thanksgiving time and be able to share our testimony of what God has done and is doing in our lives and how thankful we are for that. In Jesus' name, amen.